0: All right, everyone, here we go. Good morning. We're recording this a little bit earlier than normal, right, Seth?
1: That's right. I have to go to a baby um, checkup for my wife because she's pregnant, so we had to get a little bit earlier today.
0: There we go. Welcome to episode number six, titled, Reaching People is Hard, The Difficulties, Letdowns, and Rewards of Living a Missional Lifestyle. Mm. Seth came up with that title, and before we started this, I was going to say, I gave him props. I thought that was a pretty good title. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank Thank you, Lord. Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Lord, for giving Seth the title. (laughs) (laughs) So, this episode was kind of birthed in discussion Seth and I was having yesterday, and it goes into the Mm. idea of kind of the original thought was talking about having a missional lifestyle, which we've, you know, discussed a little bit on this podcast, but whether I am a salesperson or I work in a factory or I'm a teacher at a school or a, a minister at a church, right? It doesn't matter. We all are called to participate in God's plan and God's mission, right? right. And oftentimes people, you may feel, man, you know, well, you know, I sell insurance, like, how can I really, you know, participate in God's mission? We're going to talk a little bit about that today, but also talk about the fact that there are challenges, (laughs) deep challenges, and that there are really good rewards. And And I say that to say, I think sometimes there's some of us who do step out a little bit, who take an initial step and go, you know what, I think I'm going to maybe be a little more intentional with the people at my job. And then it doesn't go quite as planned. Right. And then at that point, it's really easy to just go, well, never mind. Let's just, let's
1: just leave that to the pastor of my church. Um, I, I, I'm good with that. Yeah. In many cases, we've glamorized um, what it looks like to really disciple someone. Um, and because we want to share the good, right? And it's not a bad thing. Like churches yeah. and, and groups, we want to share the amazing testimonies, the stories of life change. But often we don't hear the other side of that. Where those people had to trudge through muck and they mm-hmm. had to get late night calls at 3 a.m. And they had to go sit with somebody who was, you know, ODing and stuff like that um, before they got to that great breakthrough yeah. testimony story.
0: Yep. I'm going to I'm going to do a technical thing. If you talk a little bit more into your mic, I think it's going to sound a little bit a little more even. Okay, Sorry. I'm a sound. I, I like sounds. i to make sure they're good. Good for our listeners. Okay. I'll do it. How's <laughs> that's that? Better. Is that better? Uh, yeah, okay. baby. That sounds great. Seth, that's exactly what I was thinking of this morning as I was kind of praying through this. And it's so easy. We watch the videos of these great moves of God. We read the books of these great moves of God. And oftentimes they do tell like some of the challenges and some of the difficulties. But I think for some reason in my mind, at least, and other, others have told me the same. It is kind of glamorized, and we kind of like we really focus on the great things, you know, that happen in the uh, healing that took place in somebody's life. The um, Buddhist who came to know Jesus, you know, Yeshua as as, as his King and, and and gave his life to him, and we we focus on that, and we don't remember that there was a challenging path to that. It yeah. it, it was wrought with difficulties, right? Um. And probably because we haven't experienced them. When you're on the flip side of it, oftentimes you think of the difficulties and the challenges right. more than celebrating the great the things that God is doing.
1: Yeah, and even as we're talking, this is the reason why it's so difficult is because we're not just doing you know a sinner's prayer for somebody and then yeah. leaving them alone. We are really engaging in in someone's life to the point of where we want to see their whole life transformed. Yeah. Um, it's not just this quick moment of salvation. It's this completely holistic life balance that we're trying to bring people to, yeah. um, and, and help them come out of addictions, help them come out of patterns and ways of thought, uh, help them get better jobs so they can sustain and support their family. Like this is a lengthy thing. Um, mm-hmm. and it's something that doesn't happen overnight and I've seen it happen overnight. I've seen changes happen like that. Yeah. Um, and those are amazing, but oftentimes, most of the time it's going to take time. It's going to take effort. It's going to take tears. It's going to take, yeah. uh, just experiences that maybe are really uncomfortable, um, to help bring someone out of that deep darkness that they've been mm-hmm. living in.
0: Yeah. The reaching people is hard <laughs> Yeah, line to that. I, I want to hit on that. in exactly what Seth was saying in a sense of when we hear reaching people, when we hear, um, reaching people for Jesus or whatever, you whatever you want to call it, evangelism or, or, or whatnot. I think a lot of people have in their minds, this high pressure situation, this I'm going to go talk to the person person at a grocery store and I'm going to give them the gospel and I'm going to ask them if they want to follow Jesus right here. And it freaks people out because it's awkward. It is right. I mean, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't flow as natural as you see Jesus. As we go back to our first episode, um, there's Peter, you know, there's James, there's John, these people. And he's just, he said, hey, I'm a rabbi. Come follow me. Right. He doesn't give them a hard sell. He doesn't give them, you know, a, a doctrinal statement to sign or three points to, hey, you must believe that I am the son of God and that there's a the Holy Spirit and the father. And he doesn't say those things off the bat, though those things will be revealed over time. But I just, I say that that's important because I think sometimes people go, well, I did, you know, I did talk to my coworker. And, you know, I just, I I gave her the, the good news of the gospel. She rejected it. And man, now I'm just, uh, yeah, I I don't know if I can do this right Right. when we're talking about reaching people and it being hard. We're not talking about that, right? We're talking about the nitty gritty Mm -hmm. of inviting people into our lives and getting into their lives and finding that you found a coworker that is going through, you know, a divorce, And I'm not saying if you're a male and she's a female, you should should get deep in. I'm not saying that, but let's just say I'll just use uh, as an example. Like, so I'm, I'm a guy and maybe I find out that um, Stephen is going through a divorce at my, at my job instead of going to him and just preaching the gospel at him, unless the Holy spirit tells you, right. That's always, there are Ethiopian eunuch moments. There are times where God's like, it's time, boom, let's go. And you just feel like that. But we're, we're going to Stephen and, We're loving him. We're caring for him. And we're not just saying, hey brother, I'll pray for you. Like we're, we're that may be part of it, but we're saying, how can I help? Hey man, do you wanna go have coffee? Do you wanna have dinner? Come into my place and have dinner tonight. And we begin to get into their lives. Then we find out that, hey, this whole divorce that's taking place is super messy. And maybe he's done some things that he shouldn't have done to his wife. Maybe he struggles with alcoholism. Maybe, you know, he's been abusive. And then you go, oh, well. (laughs) I don't like Steven now, but I'm just saying like, what do you do in those scenarios? Um, nothing is story, uh, book or fairy tale. You know what I mean? Like it's, 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 there's difficulties and there's challenges. And today our encouragement is to go through those. Like you're going to have to, if you want to really reach people.
1: Yeah. And I think we're getting on the topic here of befriending sinners. What does it mean to befriend the lost? And in my past, I've I've treated the loss like a token on my tool belt, where yeah. I try to ma- you know, maybe make an appeal to them as someone cool. Maybe I start a fun conversation with them, and it's going somewhere. But really, my end goal is just uh, just to get them to you know, to salvation yeah, in that so you conversation.
0: Can, and then you can tell other people that someone came to know right. the Lord, and
1: yeah, and I, and I can write you down on my book, and we can go and tell the whole church, and everyone can clap. Um, sorry, that's. There's just some pain from that, yeah. But um, I think the point of what Jesus did is he befriended sinners, and so it, there was no, there was no like motive in the back of his mind. It was I want to love these people. I want to be their friend, and so yep. he he would sit with them. He would eat dinner, and there were consequences for that, and just some of the consequences were religious people would would get really mad at Jesus because yep. he would truly befriend and love and be with That's and true. hang out with these sinners. Another consequence I think of befriending sinners is it will probably be uncomfortable. Sometimes mm-hmm. you may be in scenarios and situations where people are doing things that you're uncomfortable with, or maybe they're talking in a certain it's way true. That's that a good you're point. uncomfortable with. Um, and you're like, Ooh, this is kind of gross. I don't like it. <laughs> and you, you kind of have to sit there through it. But guess what? The light shines the brightest mm-hmm. in the darkness. Yeah. The light shines brightest in the darkness. And so the key here, I think in all of this in making disciples in reaching people is genuine love, yeah. genuine love. Cause if you're not genuinely loving, you're a clanging gong, right? You're, yeah. you're assembly. You're nothing. It says in the scriptures, if you do not love. So this That's is people. all about love and befriending people. That's genuine right. friendship. I mean, what you're talking about with, with, it's very true that
0: if you haven't been engaging lost people or spending much time with them, number one, that's where you have to start. I mean, obviously you start in prayer and intimacy with God, and you know some of those things. But to take your steps forward, it just start being around people who don't know the Lord. When you do that, when Jesus did that, what did the what was he called? <laughs> they were they were the Pharisees, and they were not happy about what Jesus and talked to his disciples and claimed complain to his disciples. Well, he's a friend of tax collectors and sinners. And you know, if we're truly reaching people, the reality is, is people will probably say that about us and should say that about us. But that also means that it is different when you, when you have been in a church bubble for a long time. And many of us, many of the listeners have, like you've been a church bubble where people don't use much language or any language, the foul language or, you know, the topics of discussion are fairly wholesome, you know, I'll just be real. Right. And then whenever you begin to hang out with someone and then someone tells this like really dirty joke, that's cringy. <laughs> yeah. What, you know, <clears throat> you do have to learn that you, you've got to learn to be around that. Right. I'm, I'm just going to be real. Like if, if you're and the way to learn is to simply be around. It, it's not to excuse the behavior. It's not to look past it. But if someone doesn't know the Lord, they're just acting like someone who doesn't know the Lord. Right. Why do we expect them to act like someone that knows Jesus as King and Lord
1: if they don't? Right. And it's important that we don't look at them from a place of judgment in that moment because they're, they're not claiming to know Christ. And so there, there's no yeah. room for us to cast judgment upon them. I mean, I, I've been in a home before where Um, one of the people was a witch and we talked about, you know, some of her witch doctor stuff and then, uh, you know, they were smoking weed and it was like, you know, but it was just like moments like that was, it was beautiful because I got to share Christ Mm -hmm. in regular conversation with them and they invited me over to their house and they were pleased to to have me come over to their house. And I'm not saying that toot my own horn, but I'm saying I was, it was an uncomfortable situation, but. The peace of Christ was with me as I was there because I was focused on him. I wasn't focused on my surroundings.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, it's critical. All, all that is critical. And again, I just want to reiterate, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I think sometimes you have to say the same thing over and over again right. uh, for it to sink in. But I just have, just want to reiterate that the way to get more comfortable at this is to just be around them. Right. Uh, so, what does that look like? Does that look like, hey, if maybe maybe you have an office party and maybe there's heavy drinking that takes place at the office party and because of that, you've decided, man, I just, I don't want to go to it, you know, or you come, because I, I know what this is like, right? Like I was a salesman for a really, really long time and I know what it's like to even pop in and kind of do like the, hey, I'm here, you know, and stay for 30 minutes, stay for an hour, uh, maybe, and then, you know, bolt while they're like enjoying all through the night of having a good time with each other. And, you know, the Lord kind of convicted me a little bit about some of that and said, listen, you, and he showed me through the times I stayed and I spent more time with them and I had deeper conversations to say like, you're just kind of running because it's more comfortable for you, John. It's easier to go back to your hotel room and chill by yourself. um, Whereas, because these would be at different conventions, you know, and different things like that. Whereas, what if you stayed for, you know, two or three hours and you and I, when I did those things, I would have oftentimes very deep conversations. Now, listen to this. Let's this be real. Ninety percent of the time, often it was just whatever. Sure. N- nonsense. You know, there could be, you know, foul language, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um, but there's those few moments, I think, that in the midst of that where someone opens up about their life or ask you questions about your life and you're able to in an organic way share that but it's not gonna happen staying in church and staying in the four walls of church it's not gonna happen even you know going to the grocery store only like we really need to find places where we're spending time with unbelievers on a regular basis and that will be wrought with these difficulties, these challenges, these yeah. things that we're talking about.
1: I, I do have a consolation here, just, just in case you're um, you're out there and you're like, oh man, I'm gonna start going to all these parties. Uh, if you yep. struggle with you know alcohol or drugs or whatever your struggle may be, um, and you say, oh well, let me let me go here, I, I'm gonna minister to people, but you're really just using that as an excuse to go and engage in the sinful behaviors that you used to do. Yeah, um, that's not the right motive. <laughs> no, that's right, and you need. Yeah, I would say.
0: I mean, you've got to stay away from things that you're going to struggle with and or have someone for accountability right. to go with you. And and there's and there's that, too. Like if you if it's been something in the past and you know that you could probably handle it, then bring someone that's good. That will hold you accountable to that and it will
1: hold you accountable to the drinking or whatever you've struggled with in the past. hundred um, percent. John, I'm going to switch topics here a little bit and, and just talk about some of what are some of the challenges that. We have went through, um, and maybe just get super real, maybe on on some super real stories, okay, on some of the stuff that we've went through on discipling people and yeah. kind of just some very real topics. Um, yeah. uh, I don't know. Yeah, I can start. on your heart?
0: Okay. Yeah, I can start, and I can also say, oh, real quick plug: we do this on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. And so, if you're on, if you want to, um. I guess you can follow. We do change the times a little bit for whenever we actually record this. But if you follow The Bread Global on uh, Facebook or go to YouTube and subscribe to The Bread Global, you'll see what times we're coming out with this. I say that to say, good morning, Marsha, who says good morning to us. So, um, Okay, so let me go from rapid fire beginning to end with someone that I know. Um, Just so you can kind of see how the engagement process was and all those kind of things. Great. Um, And one of my dear friends, Eve, that I that I love and I know she I'm sure she won't care that I use her name. um, Many of the people in the bread, this community of faith that we have here have really poured into her and helped. So, number one, it wasn't just me. It was a community of faith that, that, that the Lord used to, to grow some people, plant some people, water Paul was of course, exactly right with that. (laughs) But all right. So I met Eve at actually a a church service. Um, and it was like, I think at a potluck or something like that. And I didn't spend a lot of time talking to her. I did, you know, introduce myself, said, Hey, what's going on? You know, probably a few words. And I did that once or twice. Um, then I didn't see her again for a year. or So probably, maybe even longer. Uh during COVID, I actually now I'll say that that I don't I'm not always so straightforward, but during COVID I had made a few Facebook posts that had just said, Hey, listen, if you're someone out there that wants to study the scriptures and maybe you're somebody who feels very far away from God or wants not much to do with God, but you would be interested in doing that, I'm gonna do some Zoom groups because, you know, COVID's taking place and stuff. And that really actually drummed up a lot of people were really interested because there was a hunger, like with the fear of COVID and the fear of death and all this, there was a hunger of people for man, I do want to learn a little bit more, I do want to learn more about spiritual things. And so that's another thing is for you to feel what God is doing, pray and see where God is working. Mm -hmm. See the darkness and go and invade that, as Seth said, with the light. And so she came on to do – we started doing a Zoom group. Now, we did a Zoom group with her. There was another young lady – um, who I'd met at MTSU and I'd met her by just spending time over at campus. MTSU is a college in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Um, if you don't know what that is, and it was just spending time at like the quad, which is an area students hang out, you know, uh, we would do some things like some free prayer signs to just start up conversations, but you anyways, but it was just her was just spending some time with her on campus. She joined the group and we had some interesting, we do discovery Bible study. So, uh, simple questions. What does this passage reveal about God? I I'm not teaching the Holy Spirit's teaching. Um, I'm just facilitating. And as we're doing that, Eve is, it's so, it's so great. Like, I mean, she's bawling every time we have these things. Like God is, I can see is working in her life. I'm not pushing. I'm not saying you've got to commit to this and you've got to commit to that. I'm just week by week, time by time, watching the Holy Spirit do work in her life. Why we have this other girl who, you know, he sees Jesus doing uh, healings and calls it magic. Because she has no idea she doesn't have a, a A paradigm for that. You know what I mean? Like it's just because and, and I love that kind of I'm telling that to the folks because. And what did I do did I go? It's not magic. You shouldn't call it that. I didn't say anything I said that's cool awesome because that's the way she was expressing her language Into what he was doing. She was just using the language. She knows to express that but to make, I said to make a long story short and Now I've already been talking for three or four minutes, but yeah. now I'm going to make the long story short. But during that process of discovering God through the scriptures, um, even I became good friends and there were challenges in her life where she, um, was, uh, had gotten a job and had challenges with like transportation and our community rallied around and helped to get her transportation. She had challenges, um, you know, with uh, workers at her job and I would get calls and she would be hysterical, <laughs> John, you know, this person did this. And I'm like, and, and so it, those are the, the challenges where I'm like, and it could be maybe at inopportune times where I'm trying to do other things right. and I've got to take time to go, Hey Eve, what's going on? Let's have this conversation. And, but the cool thing is, is I am watching her grow and I'm like, Teary-eyed seeing the work of the spirit in her life, but it doesn't go and, I, and for those who are listening on the podcast I'm gonna do a hand that looks like a trajectory. That's just basically, you know a perfect trajectory of, uh-huh. it doesn't it it, it's, it has its peaks and its valleys It has its ups and it downs it has its two steps forward You know one step back or one step forward two step back two steps back There were times whenever I didn't hear from Eve for several weeks, right and she's going through things She just you know and she you know bailed on some of the studies, you know we were doing or she had busy things to go and to do right and it's it's loving people in the midst of that and that that is so beautiful but while you're doing it it can be there's absolutely moments of frustration yeah there's absolutely moments of 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 their man is this really really working yeah Is, is something is this is her life really really changing and um so anyways that's just that's just kind of a story now now she's doing it's so well. Yeah. I mean, Seth, you know her, man. She's just doing, God is doing great stuff in her life and, but there's still struggles. Yeah. There's still struggles. Just like she has to bear with me through my struggles and help me through my struggles. That's the whole part about being in community. And she's probably sometimes going, Oh gosh, John. Oh gosh, John.
1: Yeah. I think that's a, the really hard part about this guys is that you're investing. You're basically investing in people Yeah, and you may not get a good return on your investment. Like some people you may not see it at least. You too. may not see it. Yeah. Um, but you may not get it either. <laughs> you, you may not get it. I mean, 25% of the seeds that were planted in the parable of the sower actually bore fruit. Yeah. Um, and that's not to discourage you. That's just to say, you're going to have people that you pour your time and heart and soul and, and just everything into. And they go, no, it's not for me. Yep. And you know, there's moments like that and you're like, am I going to keep going? Am I going to give up? Like, is this even worth it? Yeah. And you start to question yourself. I felt like giving up so many times. So many times. Yeah. There's been times where we're like, I mean, what are we even doing? Like (laughs) we just, we we come in and and we talk to each other like, what is happening? Is there anything happening? Yeah. But, But then we take a second look and we're like, wait a second. Look at, look at all these people's lives that we've impacted that are, are now on a completely different trajectory, yeah. that if we didn't say that thing that the Holy Spirit told us yeah. to say, if we didn't invite them over that one time, if we didn't uh, pray with them that one time, where would their lives be right now? And and it's moments like that where you say, okay, it's, it's worth, worth it. it. It is worth it. Um, and so just, just some of the things that I've experienced, you know, long hours, long hours of hearing people's worst. This yeah. is what you're going to get into. When you really start to dive into someone's life and say, let's get into it. Let's talk spiritual things. Let's talk your whole life. Tell me your life story. What is it? What happened? You're going to hear some terrible things <laughs> and you're going to be like, whoa, are you going to look at them differently now that you know that? Are you going to yeah. treat them differently now that you know that? Or are you going to love them even harder because yeah. you know what they went through? Some people have done some terrible stuff. i are not going to yep. beat around the bush. Are you going to love them even though you still know that? Um, that's, that's been a difficulty, yeah. um, giving time, like, you know, that's, that's, I've had people call me at 12, one, two, three AM yeah. crying, screaming, got, they got this problem. They got this issue and they, they need help and they need to talk. They need me to talk them down. You know, yeah. um, are you willing to do that for people money? Like, are you willing to invest in people's lives with your finances? I mean, that's yeah. real. Someone needs Absolutely. Help to get to work. Are you are you gonna give them twenty bucks to get to work? You know. Yeah. Um, this this is this is a really hard life, and I'll even say this too: it is hard to obey the Holy Spirit sometimes because sometimes you'll be at the gym and the Holy Spirit will say, "Go and talk to that person," and you're like, "Ooh, they're kind of intimidating. I don't really know if I want to." Like, (laughs) are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? And the Holy Spirit's like, "Yeah, I mean." That's what I'm telling you to do. So yeah. you have a choice now to do it or to not do it. Yeah. Um, that is hard. That It can be hard sometimes. I mean, it's harder for other people sometimes yeah. it, than others. But that is also another hard part about this is listening to the Holy Spirit.
0: Mm. I'm As you're talking, I'm
1: actually getting emotional and I'm trying to like fight
0: back like my tears because whenever you're talking about these things, and I've gone through them and you go through the difficulties and the challenges and you've seen the reward and you've seen the beauty. I mean, it's, it hits you. You know what I mean? Like years. There, I mean, there are times whenever I've got tears in my eyes like, God, I just want to quit. I'm just sick of dealing with people's problems. Like, you know what I mean? Like uh, it's just, it's, and and, and there, there is times like there were times when Jesus went to pray to get away and to spend time Mm. with the father. There are times God is going to call you, you know, to do that. Um, because you just, you do need to like relax because there, there will be, there can be a lot of problems. Um, and so there's times whenever I've just been like, man, I just, I really just want to, I really just want to quit. And, um, God just continues, you know, to, to bring that encouragement and, and remind me of the people in my life that have helped me to be where I'm at now and, uh, and continue to help me as I grow, you know, and um, when you do see the fruit of, of your, of your labors, when you see the fruit of the sowing and the, and the, and the watering and, and those yeah. things, like, it's just like, wow, there are lives yeah. that are being changed. Um, but man, it's, I, it's a beautiful mess. Yeah. That's, 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 that's what it comes to my mind. And, yeah. um, we got it. We've got to get in the mess if we want to, if Jesus will, if, if to give Jesus the reward of his suffering, yeah, he, he, the reward is people and we have to go through it and man, we have 70, 80, 90 years, whatever the Lord gives us on this earth. Mm. Um, and then we're, we're going to be in the new heavens and the new earth and I'm sure there'll be jobs to do there and all this really cool stuff, but like, we've got to give it our all. This is a war. This is a battle. These are lives at stake. They're yeah. an eternal life at stake. I can't just constantly sit on the sidelines why Satan rips people's lives apart.
1: Right. I think that brings up another good point that if there's someone in your life, if there's people in your life that you are discipling, you're mentoring, you've got to be in prayer for them. Yeah. Like daily like daily you've got to be warring for them because that matters and in that prayer time as well the holy spirit the lord will give you direction on how to speak into their life yeah because they they oftentimes people need to hear the words of the lord from someone speaking into their life and you can be that person yeah. to really encourage them, to send them a verse, to send them a, a quick sentence text. Like you got this, keep going, keep your head up. And the Lord may say, okay, they, they need uh, some encouragement today. Send them this verse Send them send them this Psalm, whatever it may be. Another thing I would say really quickly that we've learned is that uh, there's no one size fits all mm. for every single person is different. And oftentimes the Holy spirit will have a different way to reach every single person because they are different. Another thing is that I've failed in trying to do this for too many people. Mm -hmm. And I've stretched myself way too thin and I've been able to sprinkle on a lot of people, but what they really needed was full blast. And (laughs) the Lord is like, pick, pick these ones that i'm telling you to focus on yeah so don't spread yourself too thin on trying to help everybody pick the ones the holy spirit has got you on yeah and it's why it's
0: so beautiful that when you and why is it so important that you're not doing this in solo mode as we talked about last week that you're doing it with community because maybe seth's like man i'm stretched thin but i think this person would really connect with jared you know, really, really well. So let's, let's, let's connect them. The last thing I want to say today before the episode is over is to remind us of what Jesus did when he called the 12 disciples and spent years with Judas. I mean, like, I don't know how, like, it's so easy for us to go. Like, if if we had a Judas in our midst and we knew that the, the deception and stuff that he was having, it would be so easy to be like, God, I can't believe you would let this. I'm getting this guy out. I'm getting him out of here. I don't, this, you know, this cannot happen. And to see the patience and to see the grace that Jesus gave him years to, to, and I don't know, like if it, at the beginning he was in full deception, if it wasn't till the end, if it was for a year or two that he was in that, but the, the grace that Jesus gave to let Judas see his life. And repent and to live and, and 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 to and to follow jesus like truly truly follow jesus man that's tough it's this is messy but it's beautiful
1: messy but beautiful i love that i, I was just gonna say one last thing um i'll just leave us with this verse um before jesus left uh he said this um uh, you are my witnesses of all these things. He's talking to the disciples. And, and look, I am sending you what my Father promised. As for you, stay in the city until you are empowered from on high. Where does our power come from? Where does our love? Where does our kindness? Where does our patience? Where does all of this come from? It comes from the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And we have to trust in Him. We have to lean on Him. We have to depend on Him for this whole process, for giving yeah. direction, for giving all that we need, all the wisdom, all everything. Is, is coming from yes. him and to have that intimacy, to have that love, to have that depth of knowledge of understanding who he is, to have that relationship. Yeah. Um, that is the most important thing we can, because there can be situations where in our physical brain, we do not know what to do, Yeah, but the Holy spirit does That's and right. he will help you. So this just to say, try and keep a balance and try to always live your life with an awareness of of yeah. what he's saying and what he's speaking so that you can be the hands and feet of Jesus in every moment. That's right. Jesus
0: didn't say, I'm sending you out to fields of lilies and flowers. Yeah. He said, I'm sending you out like sheeps among wolves. Mm. We have to have the Holy spirit. That's right. In that moment. we, I mean, there's no way to do this without the Holy spirit. Amen. if you don't feel like you desperately need him, maybe it's because we're not, you're not putting yourself in situations where you need him. Yeah. Hmm. Um, That's good. I don't know. I just felt like the Lord wanted me to say that at the end. And When we put ourselves in those situations, there's a cry out, a deep desire, a, a recognition of the need that we have to have you Holy Spirit. I, yeah. how in the heck can I be kind to this person without you? Holy spirit. Right. They don't deserve it. And Jesus says, well, you didn't deserve it. Yeah. You got me there. <laughs> Would you like to pray us out, bro? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Lord, um, we honor you. We honor your work and we honor your commandment uh, that you gave us to make disciples of all nations, Lord. Um, and to prepare a bride for you when you return, help us to do that in our daily lives Lord, to live a missional lifestyle. Um, even highlight people to us right now in our current lives, in our circles of influence that, uh, perhaps we've even been called to reach out to, but we've been denying for so long, mm. uh, Impassion us, Lord. Give us uh, just such a desire for those people, a love for those people, um, and grant us wisdom uh, in Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to episode number six, Reaching
0: People is Hard. You can listen to this on iTunes. No, not iTunes, Apple Podcasts. I say iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Love you all. See you next